Hey, 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray listeners, I'm Kim and my co-host Kyle is in Scotland this week. Kyle watched a slightly different version of the episode since he's international, so there are a few parts of the episode that he did miss. We'll be back to our regular cadence next week. There is a ton of content to cover with Before the 90 Days and The Other Way airing simultaneously right now. So if you're interested in bonus content, go to patreon.com slash realitycraycray and you can listen to Patreon content in the Apple Podcast app once you sign up. You can always contact me at 90dayfiancenews.com and look for the contact button in the top right. Also on Instagram at 90dayfiancecraycray. Please know we get tons of messages and we love it and we read them all, but we don't always respond. And finally, I'd like to apologize to our Scottish listeners on behalf of Kyle for his pronunciation of Edinburgh in the episode. You'll understand what I'm saying once you listen. Enjoy the episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. I'm Kim, and I've been watching this dumpster fire since the beginning. And I'm Kyle, and I love you so much. Really, really, me too. I want to kiss you, baby. Oh, my God. I love you so much. Oh, my God. I love God. you more. I am for oh you all God. my life for you. you I'm are for you mine. all my life. I oh want my God. to suck your blood. He's just amazing. I can tell he really <laughs> means it. You know, I'm going to go bu- out and buy another mug with his face on it. <laughs> I'm going to frame 20 more photographs and of also myself with my ring light filters and <laughs> put them up across my home. That video message from Zayed is the stuff of nightmares. <laughs> uh, it's concerning. It's concerning. Um I, I don't understand the obsession really, but wow. Well, we'll get into it. It's, we uh, will. it's, this is, this cast is something. I mean, Matt Sharp, uh, well done, sir. Outdid yourself again. <laughs> As one, one star review on iTunes, uh, said of us many months ago that we have boners for Matt Sharp. Yes, I do. After watching this casting of Before the 90 Days for season three, it is a masterpiece, an opus, if you will. Congratulations, Matt Sharp. I have a boner for you. <laughs> Happily Ever After killed my boner, I have to say. But uh, the other way and Before the 90 Days are, are Matt Sharp Viagra. I mean, this is, it's some good shit. I just, well done, sir. Well done. Um, all right. So many, so many overall thoughts. We're going to get into before the 90 days and then do some toe if we have time. Uh, toe is rather light. I could talk about before the 90 days for approximately six hours, um, but we won't. Uh, before the 90 days is just on fire. Uh, the Avery stuff, though, I'm a little conflicted. On one hand, I am extremely, it's extremely compelling. And on the other hand, I kind of don't want something that's this fucking real in my trash TV. How do you feel, Kyle? I feel like this is going to be easily the most divisive cast member in a long time. And I, I what I'm afraid of is that, yeah, it's going to be compelling television, but I feel like it's going to get to the point where it's going to be difficult to watch and talking about it on the podcast is going to be like really difficult too because there's so many complex issues and societal issues religious issues involved um it's going to be kind of difficult to talk about without pissing someone off <laughs> so i know i'm i'm just not gonna try fuck all y'all <laughs> It's going to be really hard. And I have already been policing my inst. I'm like scared to post about Avery on Instagram just because I can't police the comments all day. And I'm concerned that, you know, get some rare, rare political comments in there. Seriously. And, and just a quick reminder, as we are rapidly getting into election season and, politics and all this stuff we are a politics free zone and so anything that we do talk about in relation to avery or immigration in general is only in relation to the show right i we, we try to stay away as much as we can um with avery we talk we're, about it when we literally have to because it's yeah. relating to the things that are happening on the show right exactly um, so that's it's, with the Avery stuff. I have the same concerns as you, Kyle, and we're just going to do the best we can, I guess. Um, just remember, ba- like as you're listening to this and we'll, we're going to have to remind ourselves and everyone of this as we talk about them. This show is about having fun. 
it's not and like deep diving and talking about weird stuff (laughs) about these people that is not necessarily like portrayed on the show but things that we notice it's not about making ourselves like bummed out (laughs) exactly and that's why we have to balance out avery with a little caesar (laughs) oh my fucking god this dummy (laughs) jesus christ have you seen the movie lars and the real girl (laughs) i think he's literally dating an artificial intelligence i really do like i really do so if you guys haven't seen lars and the real girl i think it's about 10 years old ryan gosling you know um check it out uh, he reminds me of lars like to a t but I anyway he's, he's li- it's like he's literally in love with a chat bot i know okay. i know and it's so creepy like i'm sure maria is a real person and she's perfectly lovely however it just her one line canned responses that could be sent to any human being on the planet that are just generic and recycled it's basically the i mean it's the same thing with zayed I mean, he's just like an emoji factory. And I guess in 2019, <laughs> a litany of emojis equals romance. Fuck. I'm... Like, if I was still dating, like, holy shit, is it really this easy now? It's amazing. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm really glad to be married so that I don't have to get the litany of emojis because I kind of threw up a little what? in my what? mouth. What? You don't you don't want the 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 <laughs> Heart eye emojis don't get you going. I mean, God, what's wrong with you, Kim? Oh, man. I just can tell he really means it. All right, let's get into <laughs> quick. We're going to do real quick evidence. There's just so much to talk about for before the 90 day um, for before the 90 days. Uh, quick, quick, quick postcard from Kelly, who just kind of brightened my day. Kyle, your renditions of Ronald talking to Daniel is the best, me boy. I was in a hurry to get out the door and was trying to apply mascara, which was impossible because my hand was shaking from laughing so hard. She also really enjoyed your shark comments last week. Thanks, me boy. You should. (laughs) I'm working on my Scottish accent. Um, I'm calling in to this podcast from Edinburgh right now to just just to like remind you how dedicated we are to this fucking podcast (laughs) this ruined my entire goddamn day i was literally at edinburgh castle looking at the fucking royal jewels and kim texts me like we're recording now right and i'm like oh fuck and i had to run i literally ran down this gigantic hill from edinburgh castle to record this goddamn podcast right now so i'm working on my scottish accent I was hoping I recorded with Mary Payne for love after lockup um, earlier this week. I also messed up the editing. Sorry about that. And I was very tempted to do a Scottish accent to let her know where you were. And I chickened out. So I said, you'd get us when you came back home. Just got (laughs) off the train from Glasgow. (laughs) Quick J update. Yes. Oh boy. There are rumors that his girlfriend is pregnant, but I haven't heard or seen or read any real evidence from any reputable source. So at this point, it's only speculation, guys. And then pregnant when she jumped into his arms, she looked super skinny. So I don't I haven't I haven't seen any evidence of that at all. Her bikini picture she just posted uh, on Instagram did not make her look pregnant either. Also, for those of you who want to know who the hell actually bailed him out of jail uh, jay or i guess it's not really jail but ice holding sale which i i didn't even know you could bail somebody out of ice is that a thing i yeah i had no idea so anyway <laughs> his boss from the um tattoo studio where he apparently works or worked i didn't even think he was allowed to work whatever his name is ego he's from the philippines and he bailed um jay out because he said quote i was in the same boat as him pretty much in every way when i was younger i was incarcerated for a long time with no visits phone calls i came from the philippines when i was 17 years old and wanted to be a tattooist and when i first came to the u.s i was in a bad relationship with a woman who had mental issues so i pretty much understand where he's coming from Jesus. Whoa. Big statement. I I wonder (laughs) if Jay is really that good of an investment. Like, does he really bring in that much money that he's worth bailing out? Because that's that's my cynical view of it, that it's just he's a moneymaker, I guess, because he's kind of a F-less celebrity. I could totally see that. I took it as like, this guy just really sympathizes with Jay. Uh, You know, like he's been in the same boat. I don't know. Who knows? But... It's it's unclear 
if Jay is still going to be deported or if he's going to retain an attorney. I mean, as we saw of Luis, of Molly and Luis, uh, he's still in the States. So sometimes they find a way to stay here. I don't know. I okay I don't even, we don't need to get into it but I just think it's kind of shocking that all we hear about in the news is deportations and all of these fucking people are still hanging around nonstop. <laughs> you can't get crazy. rid of them if they've been on TV <laughs> apparently that's all it that's all it takes guys and just very quickly so Ashley on her end is reportedly dating Christian from Becca's season I think his name is Christian Estrada Becca's season of the Bachelorette so uh, last year's Bachelorette roundup if you remember he wasn't there for very long I feel like he was only around for a couple of episodes pretty cute Uh, I can't remember if he made an appearance on Paradise but his name is Christian and they have been exchanging some emojis on Instagram the hard eye emoji specifically so I don't know if they're dating or what but that's a speculation delightful yeah that's all we have for that's all I have for evidence uh, and extended I have a little bit more along with some more we are not TLC emails we have a ton to cover this week though so I think let's hop into before the 90 days what do you think let's do it all right Dar- uh, seven couples, first of all, seven couples. And Darcy is just the prime example of why fairy tales are damaging for children. Because if I <laughs> hear a Prince Charming one more fucking time, ladies, there is no such thing. And also, fairy tales suck. Stop reading them to your children. There's no such thing as Prince Charming. That's the end of my rant about fairy tales. Do you want to just start talking about Darcy first and get her out of the way? <laughs> yeah, it's a good good call. Yeah, let's do it. Um, How so... the fuck does she afford <laughs> this goddamn house? I just assumed that she was in an Airbnb when they started no filming. idea no idea yeah. it's insanity um but her and stacy both bought it together and stacy also has a foreign um fiance from albania they've been engaged for three years though so i'm like what the hell she didn't make the cut and i you know what it what it sounds like to me is just the fact that they're actually engaged means that they are a real couple because i you know for sure they would have cast them on this fucking show if it, sure. was dr- if it was dramatic in any way, right? For sure, yeah. I feel like they... Florin is his name. He seems like a regular dude. Um, interesting. I would love to see Albania, though. Uh, yeah. Very curious as to how they met. I'm sure it was online. But anyway, her and Stacey are... Li- Darcy and Stacey are living together now. Do you think it's better to have a twin um, than a spouse? Because <laughs> they seem, like, super tight. I'm like... Maybe having a spouse is is the same as having a twin in many ways. Obviously, not the uh, sex I'd, ways, I'd, but <laughs> I'd rather have Bird Box than either of them as a twin <laughs> or a spouse. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, they even got divorced on the same day. It's just oh, like oh, we're so close. And then the big discussion is like, is Darcy over Jesse? Because even though we go through this whole Jesse recap, which I didn't need, we you know see the cutting it on the bias from last year. It just skipped she, over that. Yeah. Saved me two minutes of watching the show. <laughs> Continuously is just referencing Jesse. I really hope that that's not their central drama throughout this entire season is her being over fucking Jesse yet. I don't know. I um, know. So Kim, we're on Skype right now, you know, Stare into my eyes and see if you fall in love over Skype video chat. Jesus Christ. This new guy, Tom, like there are a lot of a lot of discussion on the Instas about this guy. He works in fashion. He's 39. So definitely more age appropriate. Darcy is now 44. I feel like she was 44 in the previous season, but whatever. We'll just we'll skip by that. So I don't know anything about fashion, clearly, um, <laughs> although I, d- I, I did pronounce Louboutins correctly before you. Um, That's true. I still can't get so it right. <laughs> people, people seem to know who this guy is. He's, he's a known person in fashion. Like when it came out that she was dating him, everyone was like, oh, my God, she's dating him. And so what's his M.O.? Is, is he like a big deal? Do you know? I don't know anything about fashion either, but uh, yes, I've seen the same things. I need to do a deep dive on him. I was too busy doing deep dives on the Syrian civil war to get into Tom yet, but next week oh, it's on my delight. list. Hashtag fun. Yeah. 
So yeah, this new guy, I don't know. Like he he is a big deal. He and seems Sarah, legitimately you walk rich. Outside, you'll get a bomb dropped on you, my boy. <laughs> God. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think he is a big deal, though. You know which... what chemical weapons are, my boy? <laughs> what is that's not even funny. But it's just the accent. Obviously, chemical weapons are not funny, but oh lord, um, real life stuff. So he's good looking. This Tom fellow. He looked really weird in that video chat, though. Like he didn't. <laughs> it, it wasn't a good look for him. Um, but okay, we can skip over like the daughter stuff because this is all fucking rehash. It's all the same stuff. They're can bowling. We? I don't know. Like, it's because all the same like, shit. Yeah, but Aniko and Aspen are, like, so with it. They're like, dude, you have to leave this guy if he treats you like shit because we could not see you go through another Jesse. This is normally what a mother would say to her teenage daughter. Like, please don't date losers anymore. Yeah. And instead, please it's the children. Like, Please don't move to Syria, etc. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah, her daughters are just so wonderful and intuitive. I just want to give them the shout out. I Seriously, there needs to be a spinoff, The Kids of 90 Day Fiance, because they are the smartest people on the show repeatedly over and over again. Remember well, Ricky's daughter? I, I don't remember where it was, if it was on our Facebook group or Instagram. or Someone someone said there should be a spinoff where, like, a panel of children from these 90 Day Fiance shows gets to decide <laughs> if they're allowed to go overseas to meet the person. I know, right? It's it's just I like that idea. They said that we should use that we even though we're not TLC that we should use our influence to push this agenda. I am on board with it. Um so what do you think about Tom though? Like what's his MO with dating Darcy? Does he truly like her or he doesn't seem to when we see the trailer for later episodes? Does Matt Sharp coach all of these people to just be complete insane assholes and do totally crazy shit the first episode to set up that like the drama or something like this is kind of the same. It reminds me of Larissa and Colt's first conversation when Larissa just came off like a complete psycho in their first talk. And then we were all like, Oh God, like Colt run away as, as if Colt was a good person at that point. Um, this conversation where he's like, and, and what the fuck is with her friend? I'll do you, Tom. Will you get it on the first night? <laughs> it's so weird. I don't know. I don't know. I just, he's very like meta to me a little bit. Don't you think? So you think that he's playing it up because he knows what the show is about? Maybe. I, or I, don't... He, I mean, he's, uh, there, there were a lot, there was a lot of trolling in this episode, right? Totally. Totally. I don't know. The video chat with him is the funniest shit because like her boobs are out. She's all done up, but she yeah. doesn't go as far as to have a ring light. <laughs> <laughs> there, there has to be like producers talking to these people. Oh yeah. So you're friends with Darcy, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. And oh, so, and Darcy's like really fucking annoying, right? Oh yeah. 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 I can barely tolerate her even though we're friends. Okay. Well, you know, we're giving you 500 bucks. Why don't you show your tits to Tom over Skype and just to fuck with her? <laughs> oh yeah, totally. I'm completely on board with that. It's I know. So hilarious. What did you think about him sending a driver as opposed to picking her up at the airport? As we know in the show, nobody ever picks anybody up from the fucking airport. Heaven forbid. Like, but at least he's sending a driver because he needs her to brush her teeth. Is that in a preview? Because I didn't see that. Oh, yeah. No, that was in the episode. Um, he's sending it's when they're on video chat. They're talking. You may not have seen the full episode. Kyle's in Scotland. So he watched well, everything watched, that he could. I watched two hours of this fucking shit. So I thought <laughs> it was the full episode. <laughs> you you must have just missed this. So there, the driver, um, he, she's like, are you going to pick me up from the airport when I come to visit? And he's like, I'm actually going to send you a driver because, you know, you will have been on a really long international flight. You, you and didn't I don't brush- want to talk to you. <laughs> Basically like, yeah, I need you to brush your teeth and, and get glammed up before I see you. Maybe that's just a British thing, Darcy. Maybe that's like a show of uh, adoration and, and classy respect. You know, that's kind of what Gotta I thought. Appreciate <laughs> my culture. Let's let's move on from Darcy. Let's let's talk about who do you, 
I want to kind of get the big hitters in. Let's let's go Rebecca and Zayed. What do you think? All right. This is they got a lot of screen time this episode. Whew. She's Whew. she's something. So um, I was horrified. I had to pause and start Googling when she's like, I just put a GPS on his car. And I was like, what the fuck? You could do that. And I apparently, know you just like you can just GPS a motherfucker. It's fine. So apparently you can do that if you own a car together and you're both on the title with your spouse. So basically it has to be your car. And then if you're married, then it's legal. And I, it, it could vary state by state, but it seems like the general guidance is if it's your car, regardless of who the primary driver is, you can GPS that shit, which is crazy. That is crazy, but it's not that crazy. I mean, think about if I put a GPS on my husband's car, which I drive sometimes, it's my car too. I think it's crazy. Look, I'm never going to put a GPS on I, the car, but I'm just saying like, it's not yeah. that crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I just, yeah. The fact that Rebecca you is know, a private. Ing- just, just ask yourself, is it illegal for the police to do this? And then if the answer is yes, reconsider doing it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I fair enough. I'm not saying I would ever do it, but I do understand that if it's like you're, if you, if you're on the title of the car, that makes sense. Rebecca is a private investigator and it's hilarious though. I love her like rolling around with her friend. It reminded me of Danielle and big red rolling around, like looking for evidence and looking for Muhammad. Like I I loved it. I loved every minute of it. (laughs) Hiding under a rock. (laughs) Yeah. And then I don't know. Looking for Azen who's already (laughs) moved here. I expected Rebecca to just be some like completely crazy person that I would write off immediately, but she has kind of Jenny vibes in this intro, right? Like she has three grown children. She's close with her family. Her grandchildren are like a big part of her life. Um, And I found that part to humanize her and and make her actually like us. I was sympathetic to her, you know, and at least that beginning portion of the episode. Yeah. I mean, she, yeah, uh, to me that it has the opposite effect though. When you're, I mean, at least she's not moving, right? Like that's the thing. Like with Jenny, she's moving to India, and that's fucked. Like to me, everyone, everyone on this show, it's it's highly concerning, and they're making horrible decisions in almost every instance. But they're not moving there, except for fucking Avery, which we'll we'll get to. But um. I, I Tunisia is a uh, he's in Tunisia, right? Zayed. Yeah. Oh, yes. He's Tunisian. Yes. Um, the stakes are higher than if it was like France or something, as we've talked about with like Patrick, you know, being a woman going to Tunisia. There's there's some built in risk associated with that. And Zayed looks like a psycho killer Dracula motherfucker. But <laughs> but in general, like I still feel like with her go get it like that's how i feel me too go get it why not and if you this is this is where i just fall short though is like i just wonder if i'm in my 40s or 50s and i see some hot dude pop up on facebook you had to like put a little more distance there and say 50s (laughs) yeah Well, no, I'm just, yeah, like, I'm just saying if I'm in my 40s, 50s, or 60s, and I see some dude pop up on Facebook that's, like, looks 20 years younger than me, am I gonna, I just like, think scam. I just think scammer. Me too, immediately. Like, I'm just wondering, like, it's it's hard to compare at my current age because, like, the age difference would make the person a teenager and we're not gonna go there. But, like, if I'm, like, <laughs> older, I don't know. I just, I, it's so bizarre to think that I would want to that I would even be interested in dating a person that age when I'm older I don't, I don't know and and you know to each their own go for it girl if you're into it and with the Jenny and and submit stuff like they seem legitimately in love with this one we have yet to see but I would just immediately think scam especially this video again let me re- I literally rewound Holy it I had to write shit. it down verbatim Oh my God, I love you so much. I love you more. I am for you all my life for you. You are mine. I love you so much. Really, me too. I want to kiss you, baby. 
And her reaction to that is, he's amazing. I can tell he really means it. If somebody sent that litany of just nonsense to me, I would, I would be like, he's sending this to lots of people. Like this is it's total not gobbledygook. Real. It's it not, is. It's oh my god. It's just emoji speak, and they <laughs> like I don't understand why this garble means that they have a real connection at all. It makes no sense. It's kind of the same thing as Maria, um, except they seem to actually video chat. But it's it's crazy to me that this means a connection. It just shows how desperate she is. And, you know, a lot of times on the show where we, we immediately are like, why the fuck are you going all the way to the Philippines? Like, you're kind of a dork, but you could you could fucking find someone here with Rebecca. I don't know. She seems pretty crazy. <laughs> I don't know. She's so she, pretty though. Like she, yeah, she is. But I mean, I think most guys would look at being a private investigator and literally her entire life is like finding cheaters and like she finds so much joy in busting them. <laughs> I don't know. I think I would run for the hills, even if I am. I, I'm not going to cheat on anyone, but just like I don't know. There's something about that that's creepy to me. <laughs> I know, I know. It, it you're probably right. It her crazy comes out when we just see the decorations in her home instead of word art, we oh have Zayed art and it's Zayed just, face art. And you wow. know the funniest things? It the one of the funniest things is the framed picture she has in her hallway. Half of the side is Zayed and the other half is her <laughs> with the filters. She phoned, she it's phoned, her with the filters. She, Who frames a picture uh, of himself uh, with filters? she's usually she's like literally using like fucking photoshop mobile and then printing it out on her fucking inkjet printer and framing it it's insane and the mug the mug unless matt sharp sent her these items and said decorate your house with this shit (laughs) which would be a good move um but the mug i'm i'm tempted to make myself a mug with your face on it kyle just for shits and giggles whoa whoa (laughs) We don't send enough emojis to each other, Kim, for that. <laughs> yeah, I, I loved it. I loved every minute of it. Um, anyway, but the so, craziest... Wait, did you did you like almost throw your fucking phone at the wall when she said, I, my third marriage was from Facebook and he was from Morocco and they got married in Morocco and then she brought him to the US three months later on a K-1 visa, what the fuck? I was laughing my ass off and just like, I just was imagining Nicole having a fucking aneurysm watching this. It is the best. And I rewatched this several times and she did, at first, my first set of notes were like, there's just no way they're ever going to let her bring another guy over on a K-1. But then I went back and watched, she got married in Morocco. She brought him over on a spousal visa, not a K-1. And like that, that's at least what I took away from that. And that that's Nicole's plan of Nicole and as, and we call her Nicole as a joke. Um, that's her plan. So she pulled this off, but I lost my shit when I was like, she's doing this again. And that's the big gotcha in the storyline. And she's still yeah. married to this guy. We find out. Yes, she still is uh, that the third marriage Is there something that's interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? Maybe you struggle with depression, stress, or anxiety. Maybe there's a family conflict or a relationship issue that you need to work through. Or maybe you struggle with grief and trauma. Whatever it is, BetterHelp Online Counseling is there for you. Connect with your professional counselor in a safe and private online environment that is so convenient as well. You can now get help on your own time and at your own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your therapist. Anything you share is completely confidential. And if you're not happy with your counselor for any reason, you can request a new one at any time for no additional charge. I'm a big advocate of therapy. I find it really helpful to deal with anxiety and family conflicts and other issues. But I do struggle to find the time to drive all the way to a therapist's office and then schedule all the appointments I need to with that specific therapist. BetterHelp allows me to schedule appointments online. I can call in from anywhere and it's super convenient. 
Also, if you live in a rural area or somewhere where it's difficult to access therapy, BetterHelp is a great option for you because you can be anywhere. And this includes internationally. For our Canadian friends, because I know that a lot of you listen, you can access BetterHelp from anywhere in the world. This means that Evelyn and Corey could technically use BetterHelp to work through their serious relationship issues. Best of all, BetterHelp is a truly affordable option. 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code Cray Cray. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash cray cray and simply fill out a questionnaire to help you assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash cray cray to get 10% off your first month of counseling today. Let's move on to Caesar and Maria. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So Caesar and Maria, first impression. I, I, just, I wish that Polish father-in-law had seen this fucking guy oh meditating my God. on his couch in his helmet and sunglasses. Yeah, I think he would have laughed so fucking hard at this. So Polish father, people are dying for Polish father-in-law's um, take on a lot of these characters, but Caesar oh. in particular. When we're back, I'm going to sit him down and force him to catch up. Hold his eyelids open. Yeah. <laughs> you have to, because the first impression was like, oh, I was like, Caesar is so sweet. And I loved him meditating in his like full on motorcycle gear. I thought it was hysterical. Like and he has his sunglasses the, on inside. I love the, the trolling like music playing like the Eastern, like some kind of like buddhist like buddhist meditation sounds sounded like karate kid like yeah i know so ridiculous like he's meditating on a mountaintop at sunset so absurd i loved every second of it i also you know that my my like obsession is people that wear sunglasses inside a la sarah at the kids store (laughs) and love after lockup i love it he was wearing sunglasses inside i'm gonna start meditating like that um so Caesar is 46. He lives in Jacksonville, North Carolina, and he has got a girlfriend named Maria who he has been dating for five years. He just buys her some $450 flowers every now and then, you know? Okay. Did you go to AnastasiaDate.com? Did I, did I fucking go? Yes, Kyle, I fucking went to <laughs> AnastasiaDate.com immediately while watching the episode for the first time. This is a very special website, for well, just a, they have an interesting business model. $450. <laughs> what the fuck? Is Caesar like getting money from Anastasia Day to like promote their business? Because the way I that he described think, this sound like an infomercial. I think he's trying to get a coupon. <laughs> he's like, they have a great, very unique business model for like, you can buy them gifts through the website. These are flowers that I bought for her that had my name and email listed. I'm sure 100%, 100% of that money goes right to the woman. The oh, right. Definitely. It's all directly sent. No, Kyle, it goes to the florist. It's, it's for the Jesus. flowers are very expensive in Ukraine. It supports local businesses. It's a very special business model. I feel after knowing all that we know and podcasting about this and doing these deep dives about 90 Day Fiance, we could probably start a business like Anastasia Date, Kyle. It, right. And just have like pre-recorded I love you babies and you're the best baby. And just on like an automatic schedule, just have it send like a hard eyes emoji every like every six hours, just just like on a queue. Oh, yeah. Then, we're using we're not using real people. We're using AI to like do this. No, shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. And no, we'll hire an actress and mm-hmm. just put her in different outfits at different <laughs> points of the day. Different wigs. In, in like in different seasons, you know, it has to be like season appropriate. Mm-hmm. And then, bam, like business model created. Totally. It's insane that like, okay, so I'm going to talk about this as if I haven't read anything on Reddit. All right. Because I don't want to spoil the fun. And we'll talk about that a little later, Kyle. But from just watching the episode, Caesar is adorable and is a nail technician which is quite surprising right you usually don't see a big dude like being a nail tech right i don't know and seems like he enjoys it so good good for him and from it seems like he's really good at it like people say 
all over Reddit and Yelp. Like he's good at his job. So good for you, Caesar. Um, well, it just more it, to me, it just seems like he takes it really seriously. And mm-hmm. a part of that maybe has to do with Maria and just like being motivated to work. Perhaps. I'm sure, I'm sure he, I mean, it seems like he gets decent tips, right? He must. And five years is a really long time to date a chatbot, but it's just, <laughs> I, I just can't like, would you, and she, she hasn't, she scammed him. I think they said there have been three trips that have fallen through. Yeah. That's a lot. That's more than Nicole. Yeah. It's more than Nicole. Imagine if Nicole were to go on for two or three more seasons. How could you overcome that? He's clearly getting scammed. And, and instead of $6,000, she sent $40,000. And let's let's just hop right to the Mexico thing, which I can't understand. So Maria wants to go to Mexico because it's warmer and she doesn't want to go to Ukraine because it's too cold right now. And so he gets an advance from his boss who thinks he's a fucking moron. And he sends her $2,000 in cash. And so just, you, you know what's you don't know what's funny about this what um my my wife who watched this with me was like well yeah you don't want to fucking go to ukraine in the winter you dummy so <laughs> she my wife was actually like agreeing with maria on this <laughs> that is so funny i mean why not wait like, till the spring no, then it's already been five years just uh, like I think also it has to do with we're on this international trip right now and we've just been running around traveling, going on different planes and trains and we haven't had like one day to relax because we've just been running all over the world, all over the place. And so to her, like going on a beach to Mexico sounds like the obvious thing that you would want to do. Why the fuck would you want to go to Ukraine? Jesus Christ, this guy's an idiot. Go to Mexico, dumbass. Like she was so (laughs) she was so pissed off. Okay, I mean that that's funny. I just she's clearly not going to go to Mexico. And what is so uncomfortable is that he's so smiley when he sends this money listen, off. Listen. Listen. What sounds better to you? We can get a nice little cheap hotel and drink coffee with your friends or we can go to Mexico and sit on a beach and drink Coco Locos. Okay? Come on. Agreed. Agreed. So, uh, but um, doing doing the deep dive here, this is really fucked up because Russia. I looked at the news and I went back because, of, of course, immediately this, like when he tries to nail her down, no, it was in November twenty sixth, two thousand and eighteen. Ukrainian President um, Poroshenko enacted martial law. He actually did for thirty days. So they must. I'm hoping that they actually filmed this in late November, early December. Um, It was in response to Russian naval ships ramming Ukrainian vessels um, nearby. So there actually was martial law. So that wasn't a a lie if this is, in fact, at the end of 2018. However, that, that had nothing to do with traveling to Mexico, probably, right? That's the absurd part. It doesn't say just because there's martial law that has to do with curfew and not being out able to be out late at night. You can still go to Mexico and come and go as you please. So it, it, it's a total lie. And like the way that she just manipulates him when he calls and she's like, haven't you watched the news? You're so selfish. I'm just like, all right. All right, lady. Like he doesn't even know who your president is probably. <laughs> And, you know, you can still leave. It's total bullshit. I mean, she's obviously playing like several different men. Oh, my God, for sure. Right. Like how how much do you think she's making? So 800 bucks off of this guy, 800 bucks off of this dude who barely has anything. Imagine if she had snagged someone like Tim who could send her like two or three thousand dollars a month. Probably she's rolling. Why the fuck would she want to go anywhere? Like I. She could just go to Mexico anytime she wants by herself and find another guy to start sending her money, right? I know. I'm totally, I totally agree. And she's probably, imagine these videos that she's making are so generic that she could be literally making one video and sending it out to 10 or even 20 different men. And then she just has to video chat with them. This is probably a full time job for her. Oh, yeah. 
Anastasia Day is like a business mogul empire like incubator right here, right? A hundred percent. Um, should we move on to Avery? Because there's a lot to cover there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Huge. Again, I just want to reiterate the disclaimer on the storyline. We are not talking politics, but we do have to touch on things like the travel ban and the Syrian civil war, because it is impossible to talk about this without talking about these main components of the story. So this is, this is tough. Like, I don't want to, I don't take the show too seriously, but it's hard not to take this seriously because Avery is a teenager, right? She's a teenager and Avery is going to a place where people are literally fleeing. There are 6 million internally displaced refugees within Syria and another nearly 6 million that are outside of Syria in Lebanon, Jordan, Turkey, and other countries around the world. That is 12 million million people that have been displaced from the civil war it is no joke um i just want to say quickly like i think a lot of people maybe prejudged her because uh and don't worry i'm gonna judge the fuck out of her but (laughs) i think a lot of people prejudged that oh well she must have converted to islam for this guy but that's not what happened at all and so i think that's an interesting facet to this storyline that she she probably wouldn't have met him if she didn't convert to Islam because she, you know, goes on this dating site um, that that she met him on. But she made this choice of her own volition. There's nothing wrong with that to me at all. I mean, she says Christianity never spoke to her. Trust, I mean, Christianity never spoke to me either. I mean, my parents <laughs> weren't weren't Christian, but like, okay, great. So choose something that speaks to you that's totally fine and so nothing that we're saying is about judging her for converting to islam i don't care at all the interesting part is the the dynamic that creates with her mom who clearly is is like mystified by this entire thing which like to be honest some of the things her mom says are kind of fucked up and weird but i think a lot of people in the United States would feel the same way about their, like maybe they wouldn't say some of the fucked up shit. I told you I'm American. I don't speak another language. Oh my Um, goodness. That was hilarious. Maybe they wouldn't say that, but I think most parents would be rightfully concerned just about the like cultural breakaway, I guess from your established family dynamic. And I think that's understandable. Now, even dating a guy in another country. That's what this entire show is about. Usually it's concerning. Usually the guys are, or the other people, not necessarily guys, but the other people like it almost always sounds like a bad idea. Otherwise they wouldn't be on the show. The thing that is fucked up and stupid beyond all comparison is making a choice to move to an active war zone. That's the thing that is so crazy to me. So here's my take. I've thought about this a lot. (laughs) Um, Taking Islam completely out of the storyline for just a hot second, just to pontificate. Um, Avery's clearly just looking for something more in her life, which is totally normal at her age, right? I mean, she's 19. This is a a normal age when kids experiment with drugs and traveling and like Drugs would be better. Yeah, drugs might, well, unless it's bath salts, but... um, yeah, I think that it's totally like a normal phase to go through to be experimenting with different religions and lots of things during this age. So I totally understand where she's coming from, where she's like partying. I was doing the all-American girl thing and partying and it wasn't fulfilling to me. I was looking for something more. Totally fair. Take Islam out of it altogether. If your child says, I am going to an active war zone, anywhere in the world you're going to be freaking scared as shit or if they're dating somebody from an active war zone now they're meeting in lebanon and all her mom from her mom's point of view all she knows is my daughter's going to lebanon but knowing that this fiance is a from a country that's on the travel ban list which is not a very long list so he's never getting a k1 can we all agree on that he literally it is <laughs> publicly documented that he can't get a k1 right N- not for two to or two to uh, 
five, five years? or six years, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and who, well, it could be even after that. If you, you, we, we alert here, <laughs> but you, you have to assume that as long as there is a, uh, I don't even want to say this, but you, you have to assume that as long as there's a Republican in office in the United States, that the travel ban's not going to change for quite a while, right? So, and, and maybe even a Democrat, honestly. And, and regardless, I think, may, of who's president next, this travel ban may not be going away anytime soon. No, I, I agree. It would take a lot of political... It takes a lot of political capital to do undo anything in the United States, no matter how ridiculous it is you know it mm-hmm. it takes a lot of will and a lot of hard work to undo almost anything so yeah it's gonna and be we're a only long time. saying this in relation to like how easy it will be to bring omar over to the united states on a k1 hypothetically this is practical reality i'm Just not even expressing reality. i'm not even expressing an opinion it's practical reality for her and and the challenges that she's gonna have to go through and so i mean but to that end that really, to me, only speaks to why her mom is so concerned, because in Avery's head, she's not even going to try to bring him over. She's moving there. So from her, I guess, like, this is all from her mom's perspective, why she thinks this is so dumb, because in her mind, like, well, he can't move here. So what are you even doing this for? She doesn't know yet that Avery actually is just going to not even bother and move there. So her mom's belief is that Avery's going to go over there just to meet him. She doesn't know they're engaged, does she? Or does she does she know that she's going to go yeah. over there to marry him? And she she thinks that Avery's just going to go over there, visit with him, and then come back, right? So did you see the scene? Did you see the scene where Possible mom, spoiler. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on here. It, it, it said episode two, which is usually like the two-parter. Um, yeah. So... Did you see the scene where Avery's mom wants her to like wear her wedding dress? No, no. Jesus Christ. Okay. Well, sorry again, Kyle's in Scotland and he watched a very different version of this apparently Apparently. than was on public television. Um, Okay. So let's, let's talk about the fact that the mom is going with Avery to Lebanon. That's interesting. (laughs) That is insane. This is going to, this actually makes me feel a little better because I feel like a teenager traveling overseas for the first time in her life to meet a guy she doesn't know and marry him and then stay there. This would be an extremely worrisome storyline if she were going alone. So I'm actually glad that the mom is going with her because it makes it a little bit more enjoyable to actually watch it. You know what I mean? Yeah. On the other hand, um, <laughs> on the other hand, like based on some of the things her mom has already said on this show, it could be kind of like a shit show to just, well, it's going to be a shit show, obviously. Oh yeah. Right? Her mom like, refuses no... to even learn how to say hello in another language. Like that's just so what's, weird to me. What's this food? Hummus. I ain't eating that shit. Um, All right, let's let's dig deep into the um, discussion about that she has with Rachie, Rachel, her friend and Jim, the father who's a minister. So Jim, the father is pretty funny because he's kind of like stepdad Jim for Nicole, where he's like two years ago, you had no religious conviction at all. And now you're a Muslim, which is like a big commitment and, and involves a lot of conviction. And he also mentions that they have a very different value system. I don't even want to dig into that. But it is interesting to me that Avery tells this family before her own family that Omar's already... There's two big bombs. And I love, by the way, that we get this secret totally up front and they don't like drag it out throughout the entire season. And we find out the last episode. They drop two bombs. Omar's already proposed to her. So she has an engagement ring. And two, she's getting married in Lebanon in 11 days and then she's planning to move to Syria. How does this even work? How does this even work? What is she even taking there? Like, I mean, I don't, I don't even understand. Um, the whole, like, you didn't have religious conviction a couple of years ago, now you do. I mean, I, that kind of makes sense in the context where she said that she never really felt like a Christian. Yeah. And when people convert to another religion most of the time they convert pretty fucking hard, right? Like you go for it. That's true. So that, 
that to me seems pretty normal. But um, this is another one of those scenes that got swapped for me. I didn't see this. So the, you can imagine if the guy's a pastor, he's going to have concerns about this. I mean, you're, you're kind of uh, going off brand here for him. So <laughs> totally true. Totally true. And just to end our segment on Avery, little brother really <laughs> stole the show. Ended on a fun note here. Little brother's like, yeah, one time she was going to become a vegetarian, but she kept sneaking bacon up to her room or was it fried chicken? Sorry. It was fried, yeah, fried chicken. chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. My little brother would have totally done the same freaking thing to me. He would have totally called me out. I thought he was hysterical. She has five siblings though. And I want to know where the others are. Uh, well, we see one in the next episode that only I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, so I think we should move on from Avery now uh, and do a little bit of Tim and Jennifer. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So what I just, I have to know with absolutely no bias coming from me yet. What are your thoughts on Tim? Oh my God. Um, conflicted about Tim. Um, on the one hand, it is hard to like a guy that drives a Ferrari with his vape <laughs> with his vape pen in his mouth, <laughs> like around fucking North Carolina. I just he's so fucking. He just is like a he is little peacock man. Um, but <laughs> on the other hand, you have to respect what he's done with um, the the you know stepdaughter Chloe, right? Yeah. I think it's pretty admirable that he's wanted to stay in her life and has basically raised her as his own. Um, that said, I'm not sure it's the best decision for your love life, dude. <laughs> so, uh, given that Veronica, um, I, I like her, but she's gonna be a problem. <laughs> she's, this is not going to end. And Veronica is clearly set up to be kind of the the focal drama point for them, right? Um, of course. So yeah. I like I like I kind of like this storyline. It's different in that it's kind of a um, a reverse Chris situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, this time the American has the troublesome ex in the picture that's causing drama. Um, it's going to be interesting. Uh, Jennifer is gorgeous like ridiculously good looking as is um, veronica though right no she looks great too for she's veronica's got to be late 30s right just because chloe is um 12 i believe yeah yeah, yeah she's gotta be she's she looks beautiful. great and she wants tim to remember that she looks great where <laughs> <laughs> like going away party for your ex-boyfriend and you're wearing like a bra with a little no like, we haven't shirt. seen it yet we haven't seen no that yet. come on no. shut up you haven't seen that no you got God the next episode <laughs> you did too well you <laughs> we i was seen, too ambitious we know of we know of the going away party but we haven't seen it yet but you saw what she was wearing so yeah yeah. In the, in the preview. Okay. Well, I you won't go, say anything girl. Else. You wear whatever you want anyway, but yeah, trying too hard. Okay. So All first, right. say, I, I have to go get my, my laptop charger in the hotel room. So you talk about Tim for a second. I will. I will do that. Okay. So obviously Matt Sharp, what he wants us to do or what he wants us to believe is that Tim is a total fuck boy, right? Like that is kind of the setup with the Ferrari and, just his kind of boastfulness and Tim talking about his rare and exotic firearms business, um, which as he explains is art, not weapons. Um, you know, the fact that he loves Latin women and that, you know, oh, the, he, the guns thing, the guns thing. Holy <laughs> shit. We have to talk about that. Hold we'll on. talk about it in a second. So Tim admits that appearance is very important to him and that, you know, perception and other people's perception is very important to him. But he also admits, and I thought that was like, this was a little bit vulnerable that he admits that it's because he was an ugly duckling and that he used to be kind of super nerd. Um, 
not attractive and that he's kind of turned that around a little bit. And so that's why Don't, he is so concerned do not about bring Dungeons and Dragons into this, Tim. Okay. <laughs> I do not bring D and D into this. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, Tim, I will fucking fight you, Tim. You okay. could be a sexy man and also be into Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. I am three of you and I will break you. <laughs> I can attest to that, Tim. He is three of you. Okay. So what do you think about the firearms? I kind of want to learn more about it, to be honest. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Me not, too. Not, not because I am willing in any way to purchase a firearm that I'm never going to actually shoot at something. But like, I, I, yeah, I'm so it's so strange. And like so many you, questions. How, how did he get into this? This is quite how niche. Did he, does he actually like do those? Because if he, even if he just you mean designs make them. them, yeah, you mean make, like, yeah. Does he make them or does he, even if he just designs them, like I, he's like talented, right? Like regardless of what you think about selling designer firearms, we don't need to get into it. It's very odd to me, but He's got a talent for it, clearly. And the, if the dude, I, so I'm so confused. I have so many questions. Like, it's not like the guy has the a fucking booth at the art fair selling <laughs> these, right? Because if he can afford a Ferrari, I mean, that's a multi hundred thousand dollar vehicle. It's not. It's um, about a hundred thousand dollar vehicle. I looked it up. All right. Hashtag. You no, know I was Kyle. googling that shit while I was watching. Hashtag car? Kyle's Kyle's carfax.com <laughs> where you can get a $60,000 Mazda and a t- <laughs> for three grand Love after lockup joke. <laughs> if you don't watch, you won't get it. Um, uh, yeah, no, I agree. I have so many questions about the exotic firearms. Like how did he get into that? How does one get into that? It's so niche. And you know, he explains them that there are, they're not ever for being fired. So but we're not getting be. into a gun control conversation here, but, but, um, but they could be though. I see. Can they? He says they're not weapons. I'm, so I'm, I, I'm well, confused. I think that, no. Are they functional? They're definitely. They're de- definitely. They're not weapons to try to like head off this debate about gun control and stuff. Um, because t- I think to him, it's the only reason he's making them is to make art. But it's he said no one is ever going to fire these. But he didn't say they couldn't. Right. That's true. I just want to know more about this business in general. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm very interested. But anyway, we've talked I about that for if, long like, enough. I, I bet he has like a lot of Yakuza clients, right? Oh, Yakuza? You mean like ja- the Japanese Yakuza? Yeah, uh, totally. It's like the Japanese mafia, for those of you who don't know. Yeah, I'm very curious about his clientele list. Tim, hit me up and tell me who your clients are. But don't tell me too much because I'll publish everything yeah, you say. Don't, no. Don't, publicly. Don't, don't tell Kim. <laughs> don't tell Kim anything, please. Jennifer's already sent me a little hello. Um, oh, God. I think it says it's her proxy account. I don't even know what that fucking means, but Tim follows her, so I think it's the real Jennifer. But I posted a... Uh, for those of you who are Patreon members, you know very well that I rant often and at length of women that want to be models. Jennifer is one of these women, dear God help me. But I posted an Instagram story that was like, why do all these women think that they can be models and why do they want to be models? And she simply wrote back, it pays the bills like shrug or something. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? It's very strange. Anyway. All right. I, I, I looked, she has no sponsorships on her Instagram. Like how is it paying the bills? Like, what maybe she's maybe she's on um anastasio date.com is that count as modeling sorry i'm just opening the oh she says cuz pays the bills and is an extra job ha ha well yeah she doesn't have sponsorships that doesn't make any sense no it doesn't like posting pictures on instagram does not earn you money unless you have to have a spot right well, again, maybe she has a bunch of randos sending her cash. Do I mean, would you be surprised at all if Tim is sending her a boatload of money just He's because her $500 dresses apparently or shirts or whatever it was that she wore? Right. Wanted. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, maybe that's what paying the bills means. 
maybe that's the bills to her. Yeah. Who knows? What do you think about Veronica and the stepdaughter? Um, I think the stepdaughter is the smartest person on this season. Once again, <laughs> love Chloe. Clearly. Um, I love that. She uses the word ever living his ever living mind. I thought that was so cute. It was just like, so Oh my adorable. God, who are you? Um, yeah, I, Veronica is something else. Um, the, the relationship I think is naturally confusing to a lot of people. Like, are they still banging it out? Are they not? Um, she seems pretty into him just in general still. I don't know. Oh, and, she is he, definitely, if he was like, Veronica, I changed my mind. I want to marry you. She's like instant. Yes. Can we agree? I think, I think so. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she tries to play it off that she's just interested in their friendship because of Chloe, but oosh, I don't know. I mean, it, it's concerning, um, but I think it's going to be hilarious to see her just pop off and try to fucking ruin this relationship. I think it's going to be really funny. Can I just make one prediction? Jennifer is not going to be okay with this Veronica and Chloe setup. <laughs> oh my God. If, if they end up being a popular couple and are brought back for the real 90 day fiance show, you know that there's going to be a hair pulling fight, right? Yes. I'm a so North excited Carolina, for it. Like Jennifer's going to kick over the salad <laughs> dressing for sure. If there is a karate chop to the salad dressing, I'm 100% here for it. Oh yeah. Without a doubt. And you know that Tim is not going to do anything about it. Even if he could, because he can't lift a 10 pound curl bar, you know that he's not going to be able to break up that <laughs> fight. They're going to fucking kill each other. All right. Should we hop into the other way? Yes. Well, not. I didn't have a ton of notes this episode. I it mean, was kind I, it was of a, light. It was light. It was a good. It was a good episode. Just like I, it went by quick, like all of the other way episodes do. But it wasn't like there, not a ton happened. Like Tiffany, you know. Of course, as we said, nothing happened with the casino. I called that. I mean, I think everyone did. Of course, he's not going to sit down and start gambling like the day before the wedding. Um, what did you think about her dad? <laughs> I am so in love with Carlos. Don't hate me. Carlos is fucking hot. Okay. He is a, uh, a del God. delilf. Is that a I thing knew, that people say? I knew that you would like him. To me, <laughs> to me, it looked like he just got off of his weekend warrior. Uh, like after riding his Harley to a Carlos Santana concert. Whatever. Like, mixed, mixed with like Jimmy Buffett. Carlos is like Tito with no meth teeth. Okay singing him out singing about margaritaville on <laughs> he's has such a bright and shiny smile i mean you can see why tiffany's so beautiful because her mom is good looking and now you meet her dad or like wow her dad's a stunner too he's totally. so cute and he's so charming i'm like i see how he charmed all these ladies like i don't yes. know yes i could see he's why there's probably turmoil between him and tiffany's mom He's the male version of Jennifer from Columbia. 100%. And he speaks to Tiffany in Spanish. I was like, swoon. Love you, Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would like him. <laughs> I wanted to post it on Instagram last night. Like, I think Carlos is hot and I'm not apologizing, but I just didn't feel like dealing with the hate. So I didn't do it. But I'll tell, I'll tell people now. You can't retort me publicly on the podcast. <laughs> I thought I thought Ronald crying at the ceremony was cute, and of course Daniel stealing the episode with his—he only had one his like tux real appearance. Line. Well, his tux appearance, and I have a lot of responsibility with two parents now. He's so fucking cute. God, I love Daniel. Can we talk about the MVP of the episode very briefly? Aladdin's boss with the fucking birds. This was my favorite scene in this entire season of Toe so far is Aladdin's boss just straight chilling like some baller motherfucker in his fucking tent, huge ass tent by himself, chilling on the pillows, just waiting for Aladdin and his new wife to show up. And then he's like, want to see my birds? I have these rare emus. I have some ostrich just hanging around. Oh, here's my quarter of a million dollar doves. Do you want to come inside this aviary with me to see my small birds? And she's like, fuck no, I don't want to see your small birds. 
This I'm scene was a bird so person. great. Me neither. Not, I, I I kind of hate birds. <laughs> Me too. Um, oh my god. Was, I wouldn't have been like uncomfortable, but I just would have been like, nah, I'm good. You know, I, I kind of identify with this. It's just so funny that this guy is a bird person just in cut cutter. I think it's so funny too. I think this um, is like a thing. It's like a, a show. He's like showing off a, his wealth with the birds because he said these his, are like $250,000. These birds. It's his, fer, it's his Ferrari. It's his Ferrari. Right. Yeah. And then the other high level point I have is that I wish Paul would learn basic Portuguese so that he can have basic conversations with Karini's parents. Like, it is like, come on, Paul. She's asking you a simple question you can't freaking understand. Get a book. What do these people have so much free time? Why aren't they studying? It irritates why, me. Why is he looking to even... I, I At first, it made it seem like they were trying to buy a house. But like, why is he looking for an apartment before he even knows his immigration status? Like... Haven't they done this shit before? Why? I mean, Karini, if he gets deported, of course, Karini's just going to live with her parents. Why would they be looking to spend all this money anyway? I think it was a waste of time, like manufactured just to get them to fight because you, we know that he doesn't live there. A waste of time, perhaps for poll golden television for us, Kyle, because House Hunters no, I, International in Karini's hometown was incredible. And I loved House it. Hunters, House Hunters poll edition. It was pretty <laughs> funny. I like that he was just walking like that real estate agent or rental agent read poll like a fucking book because like the first thing he says is like, look, no problem with insects, air conditioning. And it's like, <laughs> oh, man, you've read you've read the poll manual. I wonder if like word has gotten around Ton and Cheens about this poll guy. And I, I kind of feel like he must be kind of like a local celebrity at this point. Right. And they oh, just all totally. kind of. They, they must all know what a fucking nut job he is from just like word of mouth, if not being able to watch the show. Hey, everybody. This is where the call dropped between Kyle and I. And so we'll have to pick this up again next week. I hope you enjoyed the longer episode. We'll be back again next week covering Before the 90 Days Season 3 and also the Other Ways Season 1. You can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get podcasts. Please leave us a five-star review. It really helps other people find the podcast. You can reach me at 90dayfiancenews.com. Find the contact button in the top right or on Instagram at 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. Kyle is at going.kyle. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring the episode. Go to betterhelp.com slash cray cray to get 10% off your first month of online counseling. Thank you everybody for listening. Go to patreon.com slash reality cray cray for bonus content and we will talk to you all next week. <laughs>